I'm Dr. Smith. Hi, Dr. Smith. Dr. Richard Smith is my name, and I have a diagnosis for you. Okay. What's going on? Yeah, you've been in physical therapy for like a few weeks now, and uh, you've been doing that thing where you kind of like walk on the the little railings when like you, your feet are, feet are weak and you kind of like did that and I was like you can do it as well you can do it and you're like I can't and I said yes you can I believe in you and we did that for a while and I finally have your diagnosis that's that's already a treatment though wouldn't you give the diagnosis before you give the treatment well I'm clearly incompetent like I, I thought that was the first step I had my clipboard upside down and I did the treatment first, and then I diagnosed you afterwards. So sorry. Whoopsie doopsie. Okay, well, what's the diagnosis? Well, let me consult my clipboard. Flip. Oh, it's that you should watch the short film Diagnosis. It's an award-winning short film by a friend, future friend of your podcast, Tanner Richard Kraft. It's about a mother who learns how to evolve as a parent in the face of her son's autism diagnosis. And, uh, you know, it's been a really well-received movie with uh, many saying it taps into the very real frustrations and fears they feel adjusting to this diagnosis, either as a parent or an autistic person. Whoa, that sounds really relatable and awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah, that's uh, your diagnosis. Also, you have a... your bones are jelly. Oh, man. Um, sorry. Sorry. Ugh, awkward. Ugh. That's why so, uh, I have noodle arms. They weren't noodles. Yeah, that's they why were jelly were... all along. <laughs> if this was a sitcom, we'd all be laughing. <laughs> so how's your dating life, Tanner? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's not. It's not. You, uh... Did this work? <laughs> is Tanner married? Tanner is not married. Hmm. Tanner's sad and alone. Aww. Tanner is very touch-starved. Aw. Here. Tanner just brought the mood down. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, though. <laughs> Let's start the episode! <laughs> <laughs> Click. Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remembered that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Talk about it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to I've Been Meaning, I've been meaning to, to Listen, listen to, to That. Listen to that. Who is that? Who is that? Who's the fucker? We were going to do a solo bolo episode. Just me and Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were I thought you were the engineer. Just like helping out. I just work here. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, how are you today, Ezra? I'm doing all right. Yeah? Hanging in there. 
Just I hanging drove in. three hours on two hours of sleep. Wow. So, aren't you? I'm proud of you. I also fell asleep uh, re-watching John Mulaney last night, so oh. that was fun. Oh, that's a good thing to... That's a good thing to like fall asleep watching. Like I, I like. I'm um, very gay. Give me money. <laughs> mm, money. <laughs> Homer Simpson. <laughs> mm, donut must eat donut. <laughs> the Russian dub of The Simpsons. <laughs> mm, Soviet Russia. <laughs> Mm, uh, red line. Really quickly, like really quickly. Um, this is something I want to get out there before we introduce our guests. Um, so when we first started the podcast, I like my thing, my kind of like shtick was the fact that I didn't use curse words. I didn't like swear, but like, I feel like we've gone so far off the rails and I am like swearing <laughs> like a sailor all the time. Which is like pussy cunt cunt give him cunt cunt. Shit, piss fuck cunt cock for the motherfucker. Piss fuck turn twat. That's that's non canonical, by the way. Like that didn't happen. That's not canon. That Um, That is not canon. He made me cut him out saying that. That's EU content, not canon. (laughs) Now it's in there. Now it's canonical that I've said it. Um, But like that's cool. Um, But like Andrew's never said pussy cunt cunt give him cunt 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 bitch. Yeah, never. Um, and I would never, I would never do that. Like, Andrew is a feminist, actually. <laughs> New segment on the show. I respect Replacing women. Andrew is a sexist. Andrew is a sexist feminist. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I know some people who are that. Um, so like, I mean, yeah, th- it's called a male feminist. We we've, we've gone right, so far off the rails. Bully so, me but, like, right now. <laughs> I wanted to I, I wanted to get this out there. Um, so like I've been swearing I've been like swearing a lot in our show, and it's not necessarily something that's like I, I just I think I want to do it less is my thing. I want to do it a little less. I I don't I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't care if people do it. Um, but not it's something my good Christian podcast. Yeah, it's a very it's a very Christian podcast. Um, the Pope listens. Um, the Pope oh, bless. The Pope of Bless. Pope of Bless. There, I just eliminated your Italian audience. Now they won't want to listen anymore. <laughs> Bold of you to assume we have an audience. Okay, so I'm okay, okay, shut up. Okay, so <laughs> yes, Dad. Um, um, Papa, yes, Dad. Um, <laughs> that wasn't Papa, good. Yes, Cut that dad. out. <laughs> Papa, yes, Dad. I'll cut it out. No, Papa, please yes, Dad. It, please I feel it. like that's more of a sin than cursing. Okay, uh, let, let me get this out there. So from now on, uh, to reduce the level of cursing I do, or to like keep it the same, but it's co- going towards something constructive, every swear word that I utter on this podcast, I will donate $1 to charity. And that charity, the, me. Yes, I'm going to, we're going to like uh, submit it to like Tanner's um, Venmo account. My bank account? <laughs> um, no, I just My want, routing number is, no. Um, so yeah, so like $1 for every cuss word I say on this podcast. It's my little swear jar. Um, I'm going to, what charity should we do this time? Like, I think we'll keep it to like a few months at a time, like every like few of like a month, like a three month block, it'll be one charity and then we'll switch to something else. 
What do you think is? I love one? this idea. I yeah. like Doctors Without Borders. Yeah, let's do. Uh, let's do. Let's do it. Okay, so yeah, let's do. Let's do Doctors Without Borders because I, I looked it up on Charity navigator.com and like it's a pretty it's a pretty reliable good one okay yeah okay so uh a dollar for every time i do a curse word starting now and like also like in future I episodes i legit love this idea so much <laughs> say fuck in fu- uh, but it does not apply to me i swear way no no it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i do um, not have the pocketbook for that yeah, so I just want a pocketbook. Here, I'll do like. Um, no, I don't even have a pocketbook. <laughs> I was about to say, when did you get a pocketbook? <laughs> ass, 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 ass. Okay, great. Five. That's five dollars. So, um, anyways, uh, let's introduce our guest. Uh, Ezra, I-, I feel like you do a better job, like uh, introducing Tanner. Like, could you? What? Why don't you do it this week? Sure. Um. So Tanner, you may know him. From his short films, diagnosis, from, uh, fucking the uh, Galaxy Radio Station. My show is called uh, Jump Cuts. Thank you. Mm. Jump Cuts, yes, and or you could know him from his band. What is your band's name? Not Superhuman. We haven't released anything yet, but by the well, time this comes out, we by probably the time would this have. Comes out, yes. We should have talked about this before <laughs> this part too. Oh, that's fine. How can you describe that's Tanner Craft? edits are for. How do you describe Tanner Craft? You can't, I suck. Or most people probably, like a thousand fucking people fucking for Christ. some reason, <laughs> know him from his Facebook group. Some call it a cult. Did this work? Is Tanner married? No. Unless Andrew wants to get married. Hit me up, baby. <laughs> I'll think about it. Yeah. Uh, I would shoot my shot live on air. So basically how this happened. Actually, Tanner, you go ahead and describe. I don't know how it happened. (laughs) What do you mean? I believe I feel like I've been living a fever dream for the past six weeks. So there's this group on Facebook called Did This Work? Is It Married? Is It Married? Look at it. Oh my God. Look at that rock. Is it married? Is that rock married? Did this work? Are they married? You know what? Ro- you know what rocks do? They bang. Um, it's they're not married, but they're banging. What? Uh, basically, Tanner became a pretty regular poster there, like sharing kind of stories from his past. He talked about his ex, but he also I don't think I ever ta- talked about my ex in that group. Actually, oh never. Ugh. Yeah, you didn't. You're right. Um, yeah, and then. A the lot Xanax. of people were just talking about, oh, yeah. And then the Xanax is the, the one that seemed notable, to get me popular. Yeah. Uh, the Xanax story. Go ahead. So uh, I have a whole bit. <laughs> I was uh, on Tinder. I swiped right on this girl who I thought was really cute. Uh, and uh, her, bio, her bio mentioned two things when we matched. Her bio mentioned two things. Mm. One, she likes dogs, which means cool. she's a person. <laughs> Second, she likes the Beastie Boys. Which means she's my kind of person. Wow. So I decided to quote a Beastie Boys song as an opener. It was uh, from the, I forget the name of the album, but uh, the, basically the lyric goes uh, Dogs love me because I'm crazy sniffable. You wouldn't <laughs> understand, you lack the L peripheral. Such wow. a Beastie Boys line. Such a Beastie Boys line. That's my opener. This is what she responds with Can you sell me some Xanax? 
<laughs> Me, I'm fucking mystified. I don't understand what you got the impression that I sell Xanax, because last I checked, I've never sold Xanax before in my life. Honestly, I'm not entirely sure what Xanax looks like. Uh, if I'm being perfectly honest, I'm not sure what the drug looks like. It's like uh, the thing so you uh, use to like make uh, copies on your like oh, okay like paper. Oh copies. yeah, Xerox. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm mispronouncing it. It's Xerox. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> uh, I check my Tinder bio to make sure I didn't accidentally say I sell Xanax. I check my shirt. I check my photos to make sure I'm not wearing a shirt that says "Ha ha ha, I sell Xanax." <laughs> I check the message to make sure Xanax. I didn't accidentally like quote a Beastie Boys song that goes Xanax, Xanax, Xanax. Hey babe, I sell I sell Xanax. <laughs> didn't send that. <laughs> so I sell. No, I'm sorry. I don't sell Xanax. Thinking that's mm. the end of that. She responds. Are you sure? Because <laughs> you look like you sell Xanax. <laughs> we'll, we'll what the fuck does that mean? We'll put a poll on our Facebook page like, does Tanner look does like Tanner he sells Xanax? Sells Xanax? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Do the you only work, does Tanner have Xanax? The only explanation I can come up with, the only explanation I can come up with is that I look like such a neurotic mess of a person and I should be taking Xanax, but I'm not because I'm selling it on the side. Yeah. But unfortunately, I am not that. So I tell her, no, I'm sure I don't sell Xanax. Can we talk about the Beastie Boys, please? <laughs> And did like go and you, you two are married now, canonically? Uh, she responded with, damn, should have swiped left and she unmatched me. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay. That's, that's such, that's yeah. such a bummer. So, through <laughs> like that, um, enough people uh, just kept seeing him post in there and decided, like, you know what? We should make a Tanner group. So one person did. And, uh, like, the first ten people in there, she admined, and I happened to be one of them. And Papa so that's bless. how we met. And uh, then, like, it's basically, the group has completely changed. It's blown up since then. There are over a thousand people in there now. Whoa. 1,051 last I checked. Wow. Yeah. And probably it's more by the time, wild. like, this episode's out. Um Assuming people haven't gotten bored by then, I'm still expecting that to happen any day now. Yeah, we're we're all planning on doing that like tomorrow, like canonically. Uh, good, <laughs> like, good. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. That way, I know to get sad in advance. Um, but like, uh, so really quickly, um, I think it's really incredible that you like, um, had this like, have this many people like come around you and like kind of just like form this community like um based on you and your personality and based on your essence and your warmness and your kindness and like that's a really special thing that oh, geez <laughs> it's a really it, no it, it's true i'm i'm being sincere it's it a really true. special thing shut up uh, okay <laughs> I didn't come on here i didn't come on here to accept compliments uh, uh, uh you're like, going to get them that's the type of person andrew is. oh god <laughs> but like yeah it's like a really incredible thing and like it's something that like I, um, not to make this about me a little bit, but like, I, that's something I've been trying to do my entire life. And you've done I've been it. i trying to make a thousand member Facebook <laughs> no, no, my no, entire no, life. No, no. <laughs> I want people's admiration. Why don't people love me? <laughs> we only have 30, 40 listeners an episode. Um, but like, it's like, that's something I've been wanting to do my entire life of like forming a community, forming like, like forming this, like, you know, uh, base of like like-minded people that we get to connect and we get to like share 
stories about all all sorts of things, whether it be silly or um, just like serious stuff about like, you know, romance or like how hard it is or like loneliness or depression. And like, it's a really special thing. This bitch and I'm lonely. very envious and like very uh, in awe of you. So thank you so much. I, I, thank you. I don't know. Like, it's really incredible. So you should be very, you should be very proud and you shouldn't be so hard on yourself all the time. Like, you make a lot of jokes. Oh my God. <laughs> Why does everyone tell me that? Because it's true. I'm like, listen, I'm just a person. Yeah. No, it's no, that, 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 but that's also precisely why. But there's a reason that people rally around you. Yeah, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's because like you have a great personality. You God, are geez. like, this that's what people said to, about Mary Jane. Like the <laughs> from the Spider-Man series. You have like this wholesome, bright energy and people want to support you and see oh, you do well. Shucks. Shut <sighs> the fuck up. All right. Let's go back to being oh. mean to Tanner. You stupid. It's easier when people bully me. I don't know how to respond to compliments. I'm like, ah, but I'm trash. OK, so let's don't get worry, to the... I'll give you compliments out loud, but I'll be um, sending you messages saying oh, you, you, you ain't shit. just bullying me on the side. Good. <laughs> I play both sides. That way, no matter what happens, I come out on top. So let's get into uh, uh, Alkaline Trio a little bit. Like, what made you want to talk about Alkaline Trio and this record from here to Infirmary? Alkaline Trio? I thought we were doing the Rolling Stones. I thought we were doing the Duracell triplets. <laughs> I thought we were doing the Duracell triplets. <laughs> 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 it wasn't good. It wasn't very good at all. No, it wasn't, but you guys have the same type of humor, I swear. This is why I'm friendshiping you. <laughs> Do you need some water? I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci, gang. So, so, oh. what, so what made you want to talk about Alkaline Trio? Well... Uh, I was introduced to Alkaline Trio as a band because when Blink One, when former Blink One Eight Two frontman Tom DeLonge left the band, they replaced him with a guy named Matt Skiba. Who's mm. Matt Skiba? That's right. He plays Barney the D Purple Dinosaur. Nope, he was actually an original member of Alkaline Trio. Not original. He still is in the band. I don't know what I meant by that. <laughs> original. Yes. Coke and Coke classic. Wow. Um, and that's how I got into the band. However, I've never actually listened to any of their albums in full before. Just songs, bits and pieces from their albums. That's a lie. I listened to their newest album, uh, Existing Curse, from last year, front to back. And that was like my third favorite album of last year. But oh, I've wow. never listened to um, any of their albums in whole before. And uh, From Here to Infirmary is often regarded as one of the best punk rock or pop punk albums of all time. So I was like, sure, why not this one? Okay, yeah, like, are, are you like a, um, is that like one of your favorite genres, like pop punk? My favorite genre is pop punk right. what, what, slash punk rock. What about that genre, like, kind of, like, resonates with you and, like, kind of... It's all um, teenage angst, man. I never grew up. Hmm. It's all teenage angst. I never grew up. I'm a child. I am 15 years old on the inside. He baby. He baby. I'm baby. <laughs> he wah, big baby. Wah. I'm baby. <laughs> What's happening? It's actually my favorite. <laughs> actually a really good song. I like the stupid kid on the record where he went, "I'm baby, I'm baby," <laughs> over and over again. Those are some really inspiring I'm lyrics. I'm baby. <laughs> I'm 
I, don't know I do not to, love you. I don't know how to do W-9 forms. I'm a stupid baby. Just like, I don't know. What the hell is a W-9 form? I don't know. It's The baby doesn't know how to do taxes and stuff. Whatever. I don't know uh, how to do taxes. Um, That's okay. So, <laughs> what about you, Ezra? What, what is your, like, um... From last year. <laughs> he could definitely hear you on the mic and stuff. We got you on record. No, I, I covered this mic. <sighs> I may or may not have committed tax fraud this year. <laughs> Wait, are you Ja Rule? Performance <laughs> <laughs> mask. I am Ja Rule. Oh, it's no. me, Austin. Oh no, it, it was me just all like along. him. <laughs> uh, Ezra, what are, what is your what is your um what were your impressions and thoughts on Alkaline Trio before getting into this one? So I hadn't actually heard of Alkaline Trio before. Loser. Um, stop cyberbullying me in real life. <laughs> it's out of podcast. Just turn off the computer, man. <laughs> um, but uh, when Tanner suggested it, I was kind of looking forward to it because I haven't listened to a lot of punk since I was like in my preteen years. Like, I like to make fun of and or Andrew Tanner for having like the taste in music that I had when I was 13 years old. But like, <laughs> I don't think that that's entirely a bad thing, except that he likes Nickelback. No, I don't. I like photographs. Wow. No, no. The thing people hate about me Look is that I'm a really photograph. I have a screenshot people, of you saying you like Nickelback. Relative to how people hate them, they're not that bad. No, the thing. It's like not something like to actively hate, I would say. Like, it's not like no. worth your energy. The thing people make fun of me it, for it, is liking Train. I think it just like, I think it just became a meme and like people ran with it, but people don't. A lot of people don't actively listen to rate to um to Radiohead to to <laughs> to Nickelback. I mean, like, like yeah, I don't know. Whatever, it's cool that you like it. Uh, you're cool. You're a cool dude. I mean, who does cool okay things. computer is a bad album. Okay, computer <laughs> was a very revolutionary album about how it's okay to be a computer. <laughs> like um, okay, computer like. Okay, computer is like lightheaded. Uh, retort you say to a racist Radiohead fan. Yes. Radiohead is overrated. <laughs> okay, computer. I want the listeners like, to hate me in my opinions. Okay, so like, um, so for me, Alkaline Trio, I didn't really know anything about them. I knew they were like a from from looking at the cover. First of all, that cover looks like butt. Like it's, shut it's, up. It's, it's it's like I hate you. <laughs> it's like I hate you and I hate your family. Like, um, just like a hot topic, like just like ooh, edgy on purpose type of <laughs> like we're demons, bleh. just like it felt like very like edgy on purpose, very like like something like 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 you said, like you know something a high schooler would think is like very deep as he like punches drywall. Just like <laughs> a lot of these songs seem like something you would write after your mom doesn't make you pizza bagels. Just like <laughs> you're very mad. <laughs> It's big, like, I don't know. you know that vine that uh, is like, when your mom's being a bitch, and then she's like, you can have your skateboard back tomorrow. <laughs> like, it's big that energy. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I'm not really, a, I, I'm the first to admit, like, I'm not a huge rock punk fan, like, actively, because, like, sometimes, like, I'm something that annoys group. me. 
<laughs> Whoa, no. <laughs> Um, but like, out. you know, sometimes like the songs sound very similar to each other. Like they feel like they, a lot of them kind of run together. I, it's harder for me to enjoy songs where I can't hear the lyrics over like the loud instrumentation. Yeah, I um, feel that. Sometimes. Um, but like that being said, I was like, okay, let's see what these guys had to offer. Like, I don't know. Um, so let's just get let's into it. Like, um, see for themselves. So let's get into like the themes of the record. Like, what do you feel are like some of the major themes presented in from here to infirmary? Angst. 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 So much angst. Guilt, heartbreak, regret. Mm-hmm. 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 Let's just all say one words. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's all let's all say one words is what one I just words. said. Um alcohol. Yeah, like alcoholism that's like one um yeah like depression like uh substance abuse just like yeah like it see this record seems to be off the heels of like a really nasty breakup and like this guy is like dealing with a lot of anger and angst and like he's using his alcoholism to like really try and cope with it try and like get through the day that's kind of what crawls about is like um, crawl and take lots with alcohol is kind of about that. Ooh, about both how of those were my favorite songs on the album. <laughs> we'll 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 get into it. Um, uh, 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 yeah. Like any other thoughts on like themes of the record before we like kind of move on to like highlights, lowlights, and all that other good stuff. Yeah, there's no lowlights. Whoa! Wow! Bold play. I, myself I, think, um, I think I'm nothing? good. I think you. Kind of said everything. Stop being better than me, Andrew. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, sorry. Like we're said, trying to like keep everything like points. going and like trying to be a good yeah, host. You're like, to you talk guys. to Andrew That's about cool. movies. He has a lot of well thought out points. And I was like, both of you to assume I have well thought out talking points. <laughs> <laughs> you're smart. You're a smart guy. What are we the doing only good here? Opinion, like, the only good take I've ever had. The only what good take I've ever had. What are we doing here? Like, this podcast is too dumb for you guys. <laughs> I'm, 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 I guess I'll go fuck to, myself. To be fair, you have a high IQ to listen to. I've been meaning to listen to that. Just like, <laughs> um, Yeah, let's get into lowlights. All right, let's get into highlights. Let's get into highlights first. I feel like that'd be more interesting. Um, what are some highlights for you guys? What, Tanner, let's start with Tanner. What are some highlights for you? Stupid kid. Whoa. What so, do you like about it? So, Stupid good Kid host, good tag team mostly by about the chorus. Uh, can someone please look up the lyrics to Stupid Kid because I don't have my Jeez. phone on me. Already so the, got you, fam. Thank you. So the chorus, here's how the chorus goes. Remember when I said I love I'm you? I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. baby. <laughs> I love that song. I love the way that he says baby. I'm just baby. a teenage <laughs> dirt. <laughs> that should be like... um. For like, um, that should be the song for like a um, vacuum cleaner, like to like, like a like a smaller vacuum cleaner that you like. It's a teenage dirt bag, baby. Anyway, back to the song I'm trying to talk yeah, about, I'm stupid sorry. kid. Okay. The chorus goes, "Remember when I said I love you? Well, forget it. I take it back. I was just a stupid kid back then. I take back every word that I said." Oof! That hit close to home. Mm-hmm. I went through a bad breakup recently. It was my first love. I started dating her when I was 18 years old. So I was a stupid kid when I started dating her. Mm. So uh, 
it, it feels very reminiscent about my feelings of regret and everything towards my breakup, which is, you know, leaves me sad sometimes, but it's very much like, you know, fuck you. And why did you guys think I would have intelligent talking points? I'm just like, no, it's fine. It's fine. You're doing well. No, it's fine. It's like, it's come on here and mostly just talk about the sound of the song. Like, it's honestly. No, I just. Lyrics, lyrics very matter. Very, 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 very matter. Lyrics are very matter. Make that mm-hmm. the, the make that the uh, I've been meaning to listen to that merch. Lyrics are very listen, very <laughs> matter, are very matter. I like the chorus. I think it's a good. The thing I like about this record that I didn't like necessarily expect going into it. I like how the melodies in this record, even though they're very like harsh and they're very like, um, you know, yelly and angsty and all those stuff, and like very yeah. like aggressive in some ways. Like it, the melodies like hold up. I like the melodies in a lot of these songs, and especially in the choruses. Even in a song, in a in a song like this, in a song like "Bloodied Up," in a song like um, "Another Innocent Girl." Like I really like the. They've done a really good job of constructing choruses and melodies that like really stick with you. Like they're really sticky and fun. So I like that. Yeah. Alkaline Trio, good. This is a very important Alkaline record. Alkaline Trio, good. It's a very important record. Fun, fun fact, fun Alkaline Trio from here to Infirmary fact time. This album, Alkaline Trio in general is considered a big influence on Blink-182's 2003 Untitled record, but specifically this album is a huge influence on that album, which is my favorite album mm. of all time. Whoa. Oh, I do have one thing to say that's like not specifically highlight related, but uh, it's like kind of a general comment on the album. I feel that Alkaline Trio walked so that the emo bands of the late aughts could run. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. like Fall Out Boy, My Chemical Romance, Panic at the Disco, Paramore even. Like, it's just fucking great. Like, I could see, yeah, yeah, I definitely see that. Yeah. One, th- one thing I don't like about this song is the Ooh. is the line about like uh let me look it up let me see what i wrote um oh wow he has notes all of, uh, all of my notes like, were which songs be ha- that i like the most <laughs> you'll be happy on the day i die like that's a shitty shitty thing to say to someone like that's a that's emotional blackmail it's it like is, not yeah. cool or okay in any way i feel like, and, like that is something in uh, punk music. Very common trope. Yeah. Like, just that style of music in general, there is kind of a lot of um, emotionally unhealthy shit. I told you there was a lot of teenage angst. I mean, it goes (laughs) further than teenage But they're not teenagers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's a lot of adult angst. (laughs) Angst against. Like, angst is, like, Sure, you can say that. They're ragey, whatever, but... I'm not arguing with your point. I'm yeah. just saying it's angsty. <laughs> it, it goes further mm. than that. Like, that is emotional mm. blackmail. Like, you're still responsible for, like, the impact that you have on others. And, yeah, like, that's not okay. A lot of the stuff that's encouraged in this. And it's just, like, uh, to go on a little bit of a tangent here, um, like, in some of the later, like, punk music like some of the emo music um 
like that there's a lot of like toxicity towards women especially mm -hmm. and uh like a lot of um just really like misogynistic shit like to the point where even like paramore like a female fronted band is not uh free of that i mean they are now yeah. but back then no I mean, yeah. not misery then. business misery that's one of them misery business is a misogynistic song yes and that's why they don't play it anymore that's nice uh ezra what's a highlight for you for this record i so i really enjoyed take lots with alcohol and crawl um mm -hmm. and i honestly like because i mostly kind of rushed in the preparation for this to be honest because i was in the hospital for a little bit um I uh, didn't have as much like time to prepare as I would have liked. And um, I like didn't really analyze the lyrics fully necessarily, but uh, I kind of just enjoy the sound of them a lot. Like they remind me of a lot of the bands that I liked uh, back in the day. Um, like that's kind of, it was takes, <laughs> take lots with alcohol that I first had that thought that like um, this music seems very influential towards some of the like music of the later aughts. Absolutely. And, yeah. Now we're recalling it the aughts. That's what we ought to. it's commonly um, called. I don't like it. Can we call it something else? I actually else? really like it. I hate it. I like I take lots of alcohol is really great. I like it. Um, crawl is a little less interesting to me, but like because uh, I feel like it's the same kind of message as take lots of alcohol. But I like that. Like it takes its the the pre this is the song I feel they take their pain like seriously. Yeah, they take it a little more like with with some of it like they kind of like play it up a little more. It feels like a little. I don't want to say dramatic, but like they play it up more. They kind of like, but with this, it's like this guy just like wants an end to his pain. Like he is like he, the line, like I'm sick of seeing through my own eyes and like uh, I'm boring you. Maybe I bore myself too. like just prescribe me anything to like stop this pain and stop this like agony and all this like sadness. It's like there's also like allusions to like him cutting himself like, it's, like, really, really dark and, like, incredibly written and, like, um, the the vocal performance is incredible. I really like this song. I think it's, like, really well done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What was the highlight for you, Andrew? Uh, I... Some of these songs, like, I like the first five songs. I think the first five songs are the most well-constructed songs in my opinion. Yeah, I think but after like, a little bit, it does start to blend together. Yeah, it gets a little, like, relentlessly no repetitive and, like... Um, You're hurting I like, me, uh, You're hurting me. Okay, so Private Eye is a highlight for me. I like that one. I think that's, like, a little bit less of a problematic song. Um, I like that... It's also the most popular song from the album. It's, like, it's... Yeah, for good reason. I think it's great. Um, I, uh... Yeah, I think it's a strong one to open the album on. Yeah. Like, it's... I love it. Incredible storytelling, I would say. 
um, the idea of like this guy who's like so paranoid about everyone in his life and just like he's like searching for evidence that like people are out to get him and then because of that he's driven everyone out of his life um and just like some really incredible turn of phrases i like pre preoccupied with a sick sick sense um like looking for a suspect that has no alibi uh just like um just like yeah just energetic angstiness and like um like very yeah incredible storytelling and uh uh yeah cautionary tale for a lot of us i would say just like you know maybe like yeah people generally aren't out to get you actively usually but like are they though um <laughs> you sure about oh, that one chief oh no, oh, no you're right <laughs> you really convinced me otherwise andrew look behind you I, <laughs> I, I, I I look behind me to commit to that bit um, that the audience will so, not see. <laughs> yeah, like what do you guys think of like Private Eye? Probably my second favorite song on the record. Ooh. I strongly relate to the feelings of everyone's out to get me, and I'm pushing everyone in my life away because I think that mm. yeah, very I, relatable I, content. I've had a lot of people leave no, me I, this I year. I really relate to that too. Like it's like Tanner Richard Kraft um, bringing the mood down. You know, people we like have said to me like I'll. Show. My cult is an elaborate it's, prank. I'm still waiting for the punchline. Uh, you're, you're no one's doing that. It's fine. You can't prove um, it. <laughs> Where's your alibi? Look behind you. It's a person with a gun. There. Every morning, every time I wake up, there's a person with a gun behind me. There's no. There's no one behind me. There's a wall. There's a gun behind the wall. There's a person with a gun behind you, but you're laying down. So. This joke is over. <laughs> let's keep no. Let's keep going for five more minutes of this <laughs> show. So, like good stand-up comedians. The wall is a gun. It's a me, it's a mushable on the long twist. Under your bed. It's a metaphor for the Bush administration. Oh boy. So like Political. um. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Very topical. Um, <laughs> yeah, because George Bush is yeah. president. It's uh, 2005, guys. New Year's Eve was boring as heaven. I watched Fly's Freak on Channel 11. Um, I don't think the lyrics <laughs> freak. It's like, it's a, that's a really fun reference to like a George Carlin joke where like he co compares watching golf to watching Fly's Freak. Like, that's fun. That's right. Alkaline Trio knows their comedian legends. Yeah, um, very good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's do one more highlight each from each of us. Uh, we got we got we can't have this episode be that long. Um, Can you pull up the track list again? Thanks, Ezra. <laughs> I really liked. Um, I'm dying tomorrow. Wait, Ooh, no, I did. That's that, a, that was a great melody. I'm thinking yeah. of Mr. Chainsaw. Never mind. Oh, Jk. Okay. No, we could talk about both of them. Yeah, I like both them both. Them. Okay, there. I'm putting two and one. Two for two for the price of one, Grandma. What's Black Friday? I really like uh, Mr. Chainsaw. I don't know why. Something about the rhymes and the melodies in the song really resonated with me. Um, I don't know. The thing I like about Acolyte Trio is the way the their guitars usually really complement their melodies. I don't know. That's mm -hmm. a consistent thing in all of their records, not just this one. And uh, I live for that shit. Make the guitars compliment the melodies. Mmm, sexy. 
damn it! What? What's up? I keep pulling my headphones <laughs> out. Fun episode. Um, but like, it's um, yeah. I would say, I would say like um, they do complement the melody, but I would say like also like it's a little bit of a low light. Like it's like it does sound the same. Like each song kind of has they they become indistinguishable from each other after certain points, and like it become to me it becomes sludge after a certain You're point. You're sludge. <laughs> oh man that's a personal that insult was like that is an attack on your character <laughs> that insult was like really bad i'm joker now there's a man I'm joker with sludge behind you <laughs> <laughs> oh. um yeah it's just like it becomes like um but yeah i i, I don't i don't necessarily disagree with you but i, I yeah Ooh, ooh. What, what, what like what about um uh what's the other song that you liked stupid kid no, no. Um, the what? The twofer. Uh, dying for. Uh, to, uh, die, I'm dying, dying tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. I'm dying. For yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's the one song where like the lyrics kind of didn't get into my head for some reason, but the instrumentals really did. I don't know. Mm-hmm. See, to you guys, these may all sound the same, but this is the genre I live and breathe in, so I notice the little intricacies and differences. I see. Like, yeah. little, like, differences in the drum beats, little, like, half measures kind I of I mean, shit. I notice the differences, but it kind of, like, blends together in general mood. Fair. But I like It feels that. like... <laughs> it feels like I'm when you, like, sad. set your... When you set your alarm for, like... 7 o'clock, 7.03, 7.06, 7.09, just like every single, every like three minutes, just like, duh, 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 like, just like, huh? what? where? <laughs> just, God, is that you? It's me, Margaret. Uh, Classic literary Ezra, what's references a hi- on this podcast. <laughs> Shout out to my What's God, a highlight for you? I mean, honestly, like if I added another one, it would probably be Private Eye. And we did talk about that one a little mm. bit. Mm. Um, Give me that private eye. It was just a really strong start to the album. Uh, Pretty sure it was also the first single off the record. I would need to research that to be sure, but I think it was the first single. It was just kind of upbeat mood. Like, I listened to it on my way over here this morning. Like, I listened to the entire album twice. And uh, it was it put me in a really good mood. Um, I Wow. It's the most upbeat sounding song. Again, the lyrics are depressing, but it, it's like very depressing. <laughs> it's very <yeah>. depressing <laughs> lyrics, but that instrumental Again, make I you didn't like get much time to analyze the lyrics because usually I'd be able to hear it a little bit better. But mm-hmm. because it's punk, like the music um, kind of drowns out his voice. Guitars matter, guys. Guitars do matter. <laughs> Guitar lies matter. Also oh, Andrew went there. I was hoping we weren't going to go there, but we went there. Yeah, I'm going political this episode. When I said like, when li- when I said lyrics <laughs> yeah, very please. matter, I was afraid that someone was going to make an all lives blah 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 joke, and uh, Andrew did it now. The only blue yeah. life that matters is Sonic. False. I can think of one other blue <laughs> life that weird matters. Weird teeth, just like. Oopst. I can think of actually three to four to five of them. The Blue Man Group. Wow. Yeah. What about Tobias? People will always disappoint you, though. Sonic does not disappoint. I don't know. Did you see the first trailer for the movie? That was pretty goddamn disappointing. (laughs) I don't know. Like, Sonic's going to get... I I, I have a sense that Sonic's going to get canceled in, like, 
three or four months, like canonically. I am Dr. Ivan um, Eggman Robotnik. I was sent here by the United States government to destroy my son, Sonic, who was turned into a rat monster by <laughs> vaccines. <laughs> I remember that tweet. That's a great tweet. Um, let's take a break. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Hey, okay. Hey, I'm walking here. I'm just, I'm on my way to the web film festival festival to like go watch some quality artsy college projects over here. Hey. Oh, you know, you'd probably like very rude guy who's yelling at me on the street. I'm from New York in Chicago. Why? This is how I sound. You'd probably like a show called I Hate You Too. What? Well, this show is a comedy web series about two trashy millennial roommates dishing out on both the love and the hate. Allie and Kevin may think they have golden futures ahead of them in Chicago, but only if they can navigate. Only if they can navigate. (laughs) Stop. What? This is a, I, I just met you for, for the first time. Only if they can navigate their psycho mid twenties. Whoa! I'm seventy five years old. I remember those times. You want to hear a story about my psycho mid twenties? No, but what? do you want to watch this show? Well, here, I'll, here. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you a story about my psycho mid twenties. I don't like that term psycho, so I'm gonna say. My wacko mid-twenties, and then y'all watch the show. How's that sound? Sounds great. Okay, so one time I met a raccoon. So that's a story. Cool. Uh, So this show, um, if you want to check it out, is uh, streaming on YouTube. Um, There are six episodes. It's all one season. And uh, it's all featuring college students. It was actually... um, It's actually starring... Two uh, best friends from college. So, hey, my best friend's that raccoon I mentioned in the earlier story. Well, these best friends are actually people. It's Allie Wessel and Kevin Blair. If you're looking for something ridiculous, current, and fun, watch I Hate Wait, You Too. What was? What were those three things? Ridiculous, like you. Current, uh-huh. like this conversation uh-huh. that we're having, and fun. Yeah, we're currently having like it. Our, like it sounds like your wacky rapport with your roommate, your roommate, your raccoon friend my, my, was. My, well, me and my me and that raccoon are roommates. I live in a trash can. Oh no, that's so sad. No, it's great. We have a pull-out couch, and uh, I I put on like a raccoon pajamas on my raccoon friend. He loves it. Oof. What? Why is that oof? <laughs> I thought you'd be like, oh, what a wholesome fun image. But you're like, oof. <laughs> okay, I'm going to keep walking here. What? Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> I'm gay. And we're, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Proud to announce, I'm gay. Wow. Uh, and I've been mean to listen to that exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. <laughs>
This is this is like Mark Maron and Todd is Glass. Pan, by the way. I know, I know, being, I know. Like, I'm okay. not a homophobe. I, I actually am queer. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, this is like this is the reveal that Tanner's homophobic. <laughs> the truth is, I hate gay. I do have audio of Andrew saying, and it's like uh, ingrained in my brain from editing this episode. Uh, editing this episode that you haven't even finished no, recording. No, not this episode. <laughs> it's a different episode where he says. I'm homophobic now, like in that exact <laughs> Iconic. Hey, guys, okay. it's me, Andrew, your boy, homophobic as fuck. <laughs> Whoa, where did you get that That's recording canon. of me? That's canon. I just want to cut out the, like, some of that shit. Um, just like you said something about somebody having a, gr- oh, yeah, you're like, uh, I have a great butt. In one episode. Damn right you do, Andrew. <laughs> That's America's ass. <sighs> so, hey everybody, welcome back to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been to listen to years ago, kind of delivered by Chatter Alkaline Trio, Infirmary, blah, 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 who cares? What are some lowlights for you guys? Tanner, you said you had none, but could you maybe dig deep into accesses of your mind to like maybe find something you didn't like about this record. I think the middle part is weaker than the beginning and the end. I think it starts strong and I think it ends strong. It meanders a little bit in the middle. What do you, what, how do you mean? It's a simple follow up question. Lee Harvey Oswald didn't kill JFK. <laughs> um, anyway, um. <laughs> I killed JFK. Whoa. Another IBM LTT exclusive. <laughs> another exclusive. Another a exclusive. gay assassinated the K. <laughs> it actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Andrew really liked that one. <laughs> oh, He's out there dying. Wow. Um, so, <laughs> wow. Um, wow. So, I don't know. I think... <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it is. I just find the songs in the middle for the most part just to be a little weaker because it starts off strong with stuff like Private Eye and Mr. Chainsaw. Those two songs start the record back to back. And then Stupid Kid is the fourth song on the album, which is another amazing song. And then starting around five, six, seven, it kind of meanders a little bit. But then towards the end with like Dying Tomorrow and Crawl, it like really kicks it into gear again. It's just those middle songs. I don't know. They're I like the middle songs. I still really like the middle songs. They're just not as strong as the beginning and ending ones. Like I'm gonna be listening to the songs from the beginning and the end way more than I'm listening to the songs in the middle. Okay. Uh. Yeah. What about you? What's a low life for you, Ezra? So I didn't have any specific songs that I just didn't like. Um, but like I said, it kind of flowed together a little bit in the middle. Um, it was a little bit harder to distinguish. Um, I definitely think that like kind of the beginning few were like a lot stronger than the rest of the album. And then you've kind of got like the last two or three that, um, kind of pick up again. Crawl is so good. (laughs) Yeah, I do really like Crawl. Um, but uh, that middle part just kind of like flows together. And like, it really is a shame. Like if I had had more time to j- digest the record, I think that I might have a slightly different opinion and uh, be able to pick out the songs from each other a little bit more. Like kind of like uh, when we talked about um, like Born to Die, uh, like it kind of went the same way for me. I just needed 
a little bit more time. So like re-recording that one gave me that. But uh, yeah, I um, I don't know. I don't really have like any specific, like anything more specific. Because it's a really good album. <laughs> okay, like here, I'll rip into it. Um, if you rip into <laughs> this, I will kill your family. <laughs> so um, and make you watch. Okay, so Mr. Sh- <laughs> I'm gonna well, have to really, cut a lot out from you. <laughs> none of this stuff can make it to air. I'm just gonna like. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to press forward. There's um, a sniper trained on you. <laughs> the wall is a gun. Um, <laughs> so, um, first of all, real quick ca- compliment. laugh at each other's Mr. worst jokes. <laughs> it's our best jokes. Excuse you. You yeah. uncultured swine. Uh, Tanner's my new co-host now. Uh, Don't do that. Uh, you're, you're, you said it. You made it official. I'm the new co-host. It's, it's canonical. Papa um, bless. <laughs> You guys can't uh, so, team up on me like that. Welcome to the Papa Bless <laughs> okay, chat. Fine, we apologize. We apologize. Um, so, Mr. Ch- the the thing I like about Mr. Chainsaw, really quickly before I get into the things I don't like, um, I like the gruesome imagery. It's a little melodramatic, but incredibly evocative. You know, the nails in your eardrums, steak knives in your eyes, and the blowtorch to your lungs, like, killing, like, the young child inside of you. Like, I like it in a way that, like, it's very melodramatic, but, like, kind of succinctly describes what it's like to, like, you know, set, like, kind of, uh, put aside your passions and do a menial nine-to-five job and, like, just, like, kind of deadening your soul a little bit over time. And, like, I like the central metaphor of, like, the idea of, like, Mr., like, doing that and settling for a life and doing a job that doesn't align with your beliefs or, like, your values or whatever. It can be incredibly deadening and if you do it for a long time it's harder to get back into doing something you're passionate about i think that's a really interesting point um what, what are your thoughts on that like really quickly like this is this is a little off topic from low lights but what do you think what do you think of that yes yeah <laughs> yes Good. Okay, so moving on to things I don't like. <laughs> Which uh, there are none. Thank you for listening to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That. Please subscribe to our iTunes feed. See, this is exactly why he can't go us. <laughs> you need an unbiased judge who doesn't like Taylor Swift. I don't like Taylor Swift. Unbiased, yeah, see? There though. you go. I'm an American. Um, I can't be biased. So. <laughs> I am a white man. I am perfect. <laughs> okay, boomer. Okay. Gotta cut that um, one out. So we're gonna that's gonna be the episode of just that quote. <laughs> just playing on for an hour. We're gonna cut around everything else. <laughs> Theme song. Uh, white people are superior. And then just like <laughs> that's yeah. Well, that's, that's a step above what sentiment. I said, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Please um, edit me out of all of the previous episodes I quit. We're going to, like, delete, we're gonna delete no all the longer ba- canon. We're going to delete the backlog of, like, the entire podcast and just, like, have that. Um, <laughs> that'll get you canceled sufficiently. Um, so, I, I don't like the holier-than-thou, like, wake up, sheeple, attitude towards people who are trying to work hard and make a living. Like, sometimes you have to make sacrifices, and sometimes you're not as... You're not always in a place of privilege that you get to do your dream job and have an audience and, like, do the thing you're, you're passionate about. 
And like, it seems like he, like not everyone who like works a nine to five is a sellout conformist who wants to die. It's like cloying and condescending and like, just like projecting his own insecurities and viewpoints onto other people. I don't like that very much. Um, I like the song though. I think it's a good song. But like, I don't like that element That's like, of it. What was the song that they talked about on Punch Up the Jam that was like uh, talking about like all these fake people? Um, Counterpoint, no you. Around, around them, but like they were also <laughs> having an identity crisis, basically. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the specific song, but that's precisely what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oof. No you. Do you. Am I am I wrong though? Like is that is that what like is that like kind of am I being too mean? As, As someone <laughs> who comes from a place of privilege, you're being too mean. <laughs> you hurt his fifis. My fifis, my fifis. Ah! Why was that? Ah! That's gonna is be that... our cold open. I'm just gonna cut that. And just be going at the beginning. Ah! Is that from something? No. The deep recesses oh my of my mind. It's from the deep, deep crevices of my mind. It's the same part of my brain where the Treasure Planet VHS trailer plays on a loop. It's, it's Treasure Planet. Uh, I, I don't. My brain broke. I don't Not like the message though. of another innocent girl. I think he's being very irresponsible. I think he's, it's the catch 22 of like, everyone deserves love, but I think you do need a certain level of emotional intelligence and care to not, me. <laughs> to not you. <laughs> Stop like, mentioning um, emotional like, intelligence. I don't have any of that. Sorry. You're fine. It's You're okay. Fine. Andrew just You're, needs are... to talk every now and then. <laughs> I'm trying to. Who said he gets to talk? <laughs> the co-host of the show. Andrew like, is yeah, holding the me. feeling stick, okay? <laughs> He's holding the talking pillow. <laughs> the talking yes. pillow. Um, this is, by the way, this is Tanner's intervention, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop me. I'll do all the Xanax I want. That's why you ah. sounded like a therapist at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> you need help, Tanner. Well, like, uh, he's using his emotional pain as an I'm going to cut that out and send it to you, just strategically. <laughs> <laughs> you need help, Tanner. <laughs> send, it to, send it to everyone to use it against me. Mm-hmm. So let's get back into like uh, another low light for me was another innocent girl. Um, just like the way he uses this woman as like an emotional crutch and lets her fall in love with him is and is very passive while he devolves into self-pity. Um, it's just like it's excellent storytelling, but it's it, I just don't care for the way he like uses his emotional pain as an excuse to drink and treat this girl this way. It's like that Bojack quote of like, you can't just keep doing shitty things and feel bad about yourself. Like that makes it okay. Like it's just really like, it's, it's really, un it's really uncool and like really it's, it's bullshit. Well, yeah, the only true like apology is improved behavior. Like you can't just be sorry and feel guilty and, keep doing the same thing and keep being like shitty to other people and like using them. Yeah. And like, um, 
it, it, it's like it, it's it's the other thing is like getting other people involved too of like he's it's one thing to like you know feel this way about yourself and like be in an empty room or whatever but it's another thing to like involve other people and like letting them get hurt is like a that's something like yeah it's like um you should also but there's a there's a level where there's an element where you should also you sh it's also not good to like you shouldn't blame people for your depression. and you should take responsibility for like uh, th there's like some responsibility That's taken right. to like get out of it too <laughs> ezra and tanner just thumbs up to each other that's right i i don't blame people i blame women <laughs> the alkaline oh. trio story <laughs> women are my depression oh no. oh no these hoes man always hurting I, me i can't like what was that that you said oh never mind that's too cursed for this podcast what the thing about um like, oh, come over here and let me eat your chlamydia, what? baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get over here, baby. Let me eat that chlamydia. What? <laughs> what? Zesty. I can't, I can't stand for this. That's canon. Chlamydia <laughs> is zesty. <sighs> That's canon. Andrew just hangs up the call. <laughs> Andrew says the I podcast is canceled. <laughs> We're never doing this again. <laughs> I've lost my will to live. <laughs> Andrew was never seen again except for 30 years later living in the Alaskan wilderness. <laughs> it's like Dex the end of Dexter. <laughs> like Andrew. Um, yeah, it's about as shitty an ending. <laughs> yeah, these guys just like, after a certain point of them, like, while them watching these guys wallow in. It's, it's fine to, like, be sad after a breakup. It's fine to, you know, wallow for a while but after a certain point it's just exhausting to look at and watch and listen to and like i really hope this is just a snapshot of a particularly painful time in their life instead of like indicative of like how they actually think and view other people and women and all of this stuff and it's like it, it's not i th th thank god like it's not a snapshot or it's not it's the a way snapshot it's not the way yeah, they think. okay that's what i kind of thought any other lowlights for you guys? No. My entire existence. Ugh. I take that back. I, I, I want I want to be not existing. <laughs> you can just steal my joke because I don't want to. I don't want to die. I just want to cease to exist. That's, fair. That's a lot of us. I I just want like, I just I I really do want to like. You know what? You know you know I changed my mind. You know what a low light is? You want to hear sure. a low light? Nine eleven. Andrew, what were you going to say? I don't know anymore. I'm so sorry. It's <laughs> not an okay thing to say. I'm so sorry. I mean, you're right. You're tech. You're not wrong about that. It is a low light. <laughs> I mean, it's not a good year. I mean, I can't America disagree with you. Just because I mentioned the year that the album came out. Fucking I curse. Every time someone says 2001, I can't. I think a of space two things. Odyssey. 9/11. 9 11 uh, and a okay, space odyssey. <laughs> Why couldn't you have, you, you have made a space odyssey <laughs> jokes? Take Off Your Pants and Jacket is a Blink 182 album that came out in 2001. The singles off the album include The Rock Show, First Date, and Stay Together for the Kids. Wow. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. I don't know what you're doing. That was the weather report. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were doing a Veggie Tales episode. I don't episode. know what a weather is. Like, <laughs> can I just be mad for a second? 
Oh. I <laughs> oh, listened no. to I was listening to Punch Up the Jam yesterday and Miel referred to Larry as celery. What? That's just Oh no. Incorrect. <laughs> Miel. You're canceled. <laughs> like <sighs> This is Come on the culture. show to defend yeah. yourself. Bet you won't. You fucking no, no, coward. Stop. <laughs> you fucking I'm a train wreck. No. <laughs> you Canadian. No. no. <laughs> Any stray observations? <laughs> oh, one more. Speaking of low lights, like if assholes could fly, this place would be busier than O'Hare. Are you kidding me? What is Fuck you, I like Why? that lyric. Why would anyone like that? <laughs> Just. Yeah, why? There's two things I like. References to Chicago and comparing it to an hey, asshole. Hey, I'm. Because Chicago's an asshole of a hey, city. Hey, I like lasagna pizza over here. Hey. Yeah, you say coming from St. Louis. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck Go up. birds or whatever. Where the fuck are you from? Umbrella, Illinois? Oh, man. <laughs> he really got you there. He really roasted the shit out of oh, you. Oh, man. Like, Population of seven people, and <laughs> seven of those people is just you counted Shampoo twice. Urbana. Um, seven of those people is just me. Shut up. <laughs> so let's go around. I'm in control of this video game. So, so let's go around and give this. Shampoo Banana is a very good area. Thank you. I love I love Shampoo Urbana. So let's let's make sure you shampoo your banana before you eat it. Make sure. Sh- Make sure you shampoo your banana in the in in, in the shower because of Jay and off. Sir, this is a Christian Minecraft server. <laughs> Please Sir, do, we not do not put the beds together. Do not put the beds together in this Christian Minecraft server. So let's go. <laughs> I'm trying to get it. <laughs> let's let's get into final ratings. Like Tanner, what are what is your what are your what's your final summation of the record and. Um, your final summation and your rating, blank out of ten. What? We'll cut. Um, yeah. I really, really like the record. I uh, I've been in a very dark place this past half year. This this year, really, twenty nineteen has been a dark year for me. And this is the kind of record I've just been seeking out this year. And uh, I don't know, it's good for me. I like it. Makes me feel not alone. I really relate to a lot of the themes, especially on Stupid Kid. I really do feel like I was just a stupid kid when I told my ex I loved her. And that really spoke to me. Um, and Crawl's really good. So overall, I give this album 10 out of 10 assholes flying over O'Hare. <laughs> Man, that was going to be mine. Very good. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to come up with something else. <laughs> okay, let's, let's pull it. Let's, let, me, let me just go through this really fast. Um, yeah, I just like, I really like um, certain, I like the... I thought after a certain point, the sound of the record got a little exhausting. It sounded very samey and like the same like tone after a certain point. Um, I didn't care for his like the, the the band members like emotional immaturity in a lot of it. Like the 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 self-pity and like the spinning of his wheels in a sense. Um, but like there were some like really well, like that said, like a lot of the songs were very catchy I love the melodies. I like the guy's voice. Uh, Matt Skiba's voice is like really cool. Um, 
And yeah. um, you, you guys do wait. Hold on, Andrew. You do realize there's two lead singers. Yeah, right? yeah. There's like two. Yeah. I, I, okay. I was just making sure because I like the entire like time both, you keep referring like to it as him, and I'm starting to think you thought it was only one guy. Yeah, yeah. I like I like both their voices, um, but like it felt. The other guy's name is Dan. Yeah, I. I um, but like after a certain point, like it felt like I I I do feel like this is like the album version of joker 2019 like kind of a little bit in terms of like it's like a lot of self-pity a lot of like just like <laughs> fetishizing how emotionally like twisted they are a little bit just like it, it like breaches the subject of like depression and like mental illness but doesn't really do anything interesting with it like alcoholism doesn't really do anything interesting in it other than saying like oh this is a thing this is sad um so Oh boy, I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'm gonna give this four nails in your eardrums. Nice. <laughs> Andrew basically just said fuck. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Ezra, make me feel better about my opinion, please. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine to have that opinion. That they... Like it's fine. <laughs> You've I'm already crying, Dad. I thought the sound of the album was generally good. Like I said, listening to it this morning. Um, put me in a really great mood um it kind of like helped me forget about some shitty things that happened this morning um and uh just put me in a good headspace despite all the angst and shit um but yeah i do agree with andrew a little bit um, <laughs> when like Fuck you fuckers. <laughs> looking deeper and i hate you and this town <laughs> When looking deeper into the lyrics, uh, it is like there is a lot of like emotional immaturity there and um, a lot of shit. But like, uh, like I like to think that they've moved past that and that um, things are a little bit better now. And even if they're angsty, they're kind of like in a slightly kind of better place uh but yeah so all in all um with the unfortunate little time that i had to prepare for this episode i am going to go ahead and um give it seven out of ten oh, sour second rate kisses or invite me back i don't know uh he okay. was implying so, that we'd invite you back for that let's get it Ooh, daddy <laughs> Try to host the show. <laughs> host my show. Let's Danny. get into our. <gasps> I've been mean to listen to that. And I did. Playlist. Playlist. Yeah, great. Um, so, uh, Tanner, what is your pick for the playlist this week? No, it's a song oh, called God. Nevermind, uh, stylized NVM by the band Simple Creatures. It's a really new wow. song. Click. It is haunting to me. Actually, it has a really upbeat melody, but it is haunting to me. I'm going to look up some of the lyrics, if you don't mind. A lot of these lyrics really, really connected with me and resonated to me. It's also a lot of self-loathing and depression and stuff. Hope you don't mind. Never mind. <clears throat> uh, for especially like the opening verse. Uh, for reference, Simple Creatures is a band made up of all-time low lead singer Alex Gareth. And uh, Blink-182 lead singer Mark Hoppus. 
Um, so some pop punk legends. That's right. It all ties back to punk. That, those words mean nothing to me. Those words in that combination mean nothing to me. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. <laughs> all right. So my pick this week is a song um, a friend of mine uh, turned me on to these guys. Um, and uh, so I wanted to pick something punk and I wanted to pick something like with a horrible cover art. So I'm going to pick um, I'm going to pick Real Long Time by White Reaper. Click. Good band. It's a great band. These guys are a lot of fun. And like, um, these guys, like, very, a different shade of punk than this record. They're very positive. They're very, like, um, they're very, like, optimistic and they're very, like, joyful. But also, like, it, it does have, like, a lot of, like, angsty punk in there, too. Um, and it's just, like, a balance that I really like. So that's my pick for this week. Uh, so for my pick, I think I'm going to go, like, since this uh, album reminded me of, like, a lot of the emo shit, um, like, which I listened to some, like, more, like, punk than pop um, stuff as well. But, like, it definitely, like, like, I could kind of hear some of the emo bands that I listened to, like, in this and, like, hear the um, influence that was drawn from that. Like, uh, Tanner, when we were talking about this earlier, you pointed out that, like, um, Alkaline Trio, like, influenced Blink-182, and then Blink-182 kind of, like, influenced some Panic, of the Panic, Fall Out Boy. Yeah. You know, and, the emo trinity. So, like, it's interesting just kind of seeing how that stuff flows. I'm going to go ahead and choose uh, Born for This by Paramore. Ooh, click. I'm surprised that there's not a Paramore song on our uh, playlist already, like, because of how much I loved them and, like, still do love them. Like, I love... Their last record um, was their best one. Their last record was really good, but I would argue with you. Um, argue with me. <laughs> Riot or whatever it's called Let's is not that right good. Now. Riot is very good, but, like... Uh, after, fine. After Laughter is just an entirely different vibe. I don't think that they can really be compared that well. Like, they're different genres. Paramore didn't reach their stride until 2011. Changed my mind. Can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys where I'm coming from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just trying to talk about my song. Sorry. Uh, but Just trying to talk about myself. <laughs> but yeah, I love... Uh, Riot, like, um, I used to listen to, um, like, their first three albums on repeat all the time, like, uh, fucking, um, <laughs> not a true fan, apparently, because I can't even think of what the first one's called, but I know, like, it's got, like, the couch on the front, and it has, like, Emergency on the album, which was my favorite song for a little while. I'll look it up and, for you. Yeah, thank you. Paramore, right? Yeah. Um, and so, like, uh, there was, like, that one, and then, uh, there was Riot and Brand New Eyes, and, uh, then after, um, Josh and Zach Farrow left the band, I just completely stopped listening because I got, like, really, uh, unreasonably mad, um, 
and uh all we know is falling all we know is falling that's right because that's uh what like they have a song that's like all we know is falling it falls is it perhaps the song called all we know yeah um (laughs) i felt mean saying that (laughs) i felt really mean saying that um but yeah so like uh i think like born for this was a really good one it's kind of like uh at like the peak of their more emo phase like now that they've kind of like broken out into pop music and like they're um just like a slightly different genre um and uh like it's just kind of got this like really cool sound dynamics i fucking love Haley williams voice um it's just mm-hmm. she's to die for yes um and like anything that she's a part of she just makes it so much better um but yeah so that's gonna be my pick for this week chief can I plug my shit? Uh, go to my website, crafttanner.com. Follow me on Instagram, at crafttanner. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at crafttanner. Join my Facebook cult. Did this work? Is Tanner married? Uh, my short... <laughs> fi- but when this... February 25th, right? My uh, my short film should be... My short film diagnosis... Award-winning short film diagnosis. Wow. Should have been out for a few months at this point. So... Uh, also... Check that out. <laughs> Either veto this right now or we're saying it. <laughs> Oh, we're saying it. Papa okay. bless. This isn't a joke. That, like, it's an inside joke, but yeah. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> three, two, one. Thank, Thank you, Ashley. Ashley. Thank you so much for... Oh, e- Papa bless, everybody. Thanks for showing up. Have a good day. Yeah, thank you, Ashley. All I feel is pain.